Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. What a great show we have for you today. I'm really excited about it because uh, we have a mystery guest. Matt lined up a mystery guest yeah. for the show. I have no idea who's coming in. And now I'm putting a blindfold on right now as we speak. Blindfold. There's the blindfold special effect. I usually blow on the blindfold. And I'm going to ask this mystery guest uh, three questions just to try to get a feel for who's here with me in the studio. I can't uh, imagine who it might be. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm going to bring this person in. Okay, okay, three questions. Is the person uh, seated? Yes. Okay, oh, first well, question. Are you, are you ready, mystery guest? Oh, yes, I am. Uh, thank you so much for having me. How are you, Matt? I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm good, thanks. Oh, that's good. Man. Don't talk too much. Let, just let Cash. Cash is going to ask you so three questions. So far, it sounds okay. like someone from Star Wars. <laughs> We're disguising the guest's voice so yeah. that you don't yeah. know. You know, like in 60 minutes. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, this is going to be tough. I can tell right now. First question, have you ever put out a music album? Have I ever put out a music album? <laughs> have I ever... Yes, yes, I have. Okay. It's put out wonders of Sounds album. like it might have been a, a long and, one if you uh, had to think re- about it. And a remix tape of that original music album. A uh, remix. Coming out in September. Okay, well, okay, well, that's a lot of details. Okay, I'll think about this. Just yes okay. or no. They're yes or no questions, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, this person so really doesn't. No. No, okay. I have not. Okay, no, no I have not. Okay. Uh, question number two. Did you ever uh, do a movie based on a cartoon? Um, okay, I'll take that as a yes. Sounds a little bit. If, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I Sounds a little bit like Scooby Doo. I'm a worried about going Scooby-Doo. to the next house. Yeah. Okay. okay. Third question and final question uh-huh. Are you known to wear strange outfits? You know, I have, I have been known to on occasion. <laughs> We're strange outfits. Okay, okay. I think I know who this is. First of all, I, I kind of recognize the voice. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is it okay? Drumroll, please. Katy Perry. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. That's really no. all I had. All right, no, I'm going to take the. I'm going to take off the uh, the mask. It's me. It's me. Oh my God! Miller's here. Yeah, we just wow. told you what you. Wow, so, T.J. Miller. Oh, why am I talking like this? <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, me. It's T.J. Yeah, you know what, T.J.? Oh, you man. had me really fooled. Well, it was a very expensive uh, voice adapter. This that is I amazing. Uh, thank I you, mean, T.J., for coming in. It's, well, thanks it's, for having me, Matt. So thanks exciting. for booking me, buddy. Oh, no problem. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was time. I thought it was time. Yeah, you're yeah. such a man of I mean, mystery. At first, I just didn't recognize your voice. Even your parents don't recognize you. Yeah, yeah. They have. My father looked at me recently and he said, "Hey." Get out of here. I said, it's me. It's your son. It's not a stranger. He said, I know. <laughs> it's just so exciting because you swore you'd never do the show again for you to come back like that. Well, I stormed off the show last night. A yeah, people it got a little that. dramatic. Yeah. And I said, uh, Cash, the next time you see me, it'll be a cold, cold day in hell. <laughs> And, uh, TJ Miller, it ended up being pretty cold in uh, Hell, Texas. <laughs> TJ Miller, it's it's so exciting to have you. And of course, we always have, as always, we have our live uh, studio audience. Uh, we have a name for that studio audience. We like to call him Matt. Yeah, Matt Belknap and, uh, making an appearance. Matt is here. Hello. And uh, TJ, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, we're getting great reviews. Uh, Are we? Yeah, for the podcast. It's really I've only exciting. Heard terrible things. Well, no, it's it's been really great. We got. I mean, some, I mean I've, re- I've heard some terrible things about the podcast. Well, about, about on the you, streets, about your show. The word yeah. on the street. Yeah, that's the word on the street. I mean, some words. In fact, it's yeah. plural. It's not just yeah. the word on. People have come up with a bunch of different words on the street <laughs> to describe how much a little they strung like it. those words together in hurtful mm-hmm. ways. Is it's that what almost you're a sentence, but there's no punctuation on the street yet. <laughs> there yet to be as any punctuation They're on the street. Still trying to put together sentences. 
Uh, well, here's here's a couple reviews I wanted to read you. Uh, the mm-hmm. Canadian Diaper Review magazine. Is that true? Uh, yeah, it wrote a great mm-hmm. review. It's, uh, I'd love to listen to this podcast if I was deaf. Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one. In caps, if I was deaf. All caps. If I was deaf is in caps or just deaf? Just if I was deaf, all caps. Because those are two different Whole things. Sentence. It would be... I'd love to listen to this co- podcast if I was deaf, or yeah, that's I'd I... love to listen to this podcast if I was deaf. Yeah, two different things. I think the things. first one's a better review. And only an actor, a highly trained, skilled uh, uh, actor, talking thespian, yeah, as yeah, it were, could have discerned mm-hmm. how those two things would be different. That's why I love having you, TJ Miller. We got another one from Sarcasm Quarterly. Uh, yeah, they said meta humor. Hmm. How about some better humor? Whoa, that yeah. is a good one. Yeah. That deserves three snaps and a butt slap. <laughs> yeah. You know what that brings Trademark. us to, TJ Miller? Mm. The triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Uh, <laughs> education. Still necessary? I mean, we have the internet, right? <laughs> I know. I, I think we so. Do. I think it's better. What are you going to do if you don't have education? Just put kids to work? It's getting weird. They're, they're having graduation ceremonies for eighth graders now. Uh, that's sending the wrong message, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think we should have a walk down the, you know, up to the podium, eighth grade? Why? Because graduation? it's not a very big accomplishment? It's not. Eighth grade. I think you need to. <laughs> it's, it's really not. not. It's, I remember eighth grade. Yeah, I did. It was terrible. It was not very, too hard. It was very difficult for me. What, did something happen? Well, I had a lot of behavior problems. So I think me graduating from junior high was a big deal. Okay. And okay. my family came, and I wore a cap and a gown, although we couldn't afford a tassel. And they were screaming so loudly when I when I stepped up to the podium that they were thrown out. <laughs> Evicted at the graduation mm-hmm. ceremony. Wow. Great graduation. How did you follow up? What was the high school like? Did you graduate from high school? High school, I did. I did graduate. Uh, I graduated uh, without honors, which was mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. special honor that they gave to people who did not get any honors. Mm-hmm. So I graduated without honors from East High School in uh, Denver, Colorado. Nice. Yep. Nice. College? I uh, I think I went. I'm almost positive I went. It's hard to remember. You know, it's not a great time that, uh, for me memory-wise, but yeah. <laughs> Triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two. Mm-hmm. Worst excuse for canceling a first date? <sighs> Night frights or jock itch? <laughs> I mean, I think jock make itch. A jock itch is so disgusting. What a disgusting thing to tell another. Hey, sorry, I have jock itch. A you really think you really think antiquated nineteen eighties disease? You really think you're gonna get a second date with uh, right. night frights? Not you like really night, think that's see, gonna? I think night frights is cute. Uh, I can't come out tonight. Why not? I don't want to tell. No, come on. What happened? I don't want to tell. Oh, come on. What happened? Night frights. I had night frights. <laughs> All nights I had night frights. <laughs> Oh my. I, I couldn't get to sleep. So many frights at night. <laughs> you know what? You're right. And she might think it was just like sort of a ploy for some <laughs> what snuggling. Is, what is a night fright? I don't know what a night fright is, is but <laughs> I would think it would precede snuggling. I have some night frights. Uh, yeah. And then, I have night frights. Well, let me snuggle them away. Uh, I, I imagine them being just little frights. You know, so they don't totally some wake baby you up. Fright. It's not a night terror. Yeah. Which is sort of like, <gasps> oh, you wake up like that. Night frights would be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> oh dear. No, it's fine. Those are night frights. Night frights. Triple triple banger lightning round. Question three: If you receive oral sex from a minotaur, is it considered bestiality? I mean, first of all, I think it's bestiality to pronounce minotaur like that. Minotaur. You go minotaur. Minotaur. It's a miniature minotaur. It's a miniature minotaur. It's a small one. There, yeah, for to get oral sex from a minotaur, they have to be pretty small. <laughs> a miniature. Hello, I'm a miniature. Who said that? Me down here. I'm gonna need a language. I'm gonna need a language and speech uh, lesson. I'm the one that thought uh, education was necessary. Is, is miniature? Is that is that half? Which half? That's is okay. The bowl? So, so the the man part the is the upper is the part. Bowl. That's why I thought I, I don't think it's bestiality. No, is it? Is the man? No, that's a. It's a bull on top. Bull, bull. Buddy, you're thinking oh, of the wrong thing. Head. You're thinking of a what's the horseman? Centaur. You're thinking of a centaur. Centaur. So, and to answer your triple banger lightning round question, yes, if you receive oral sex from a minotaur and his bull head, then, then you're, you're having then bull sex. And bull sex is bestiality. Okay, so what that about was the slogan triple I ran banger. on in my campaign for mayor of Denver in 1998? <laughs>
I saw those bumper stickers. Bull sex is bestiality. <laughs> what about the uh, centaur then? No. No, man. So that's the, that's centaur the fourth, suck all that's day. That's a follow-up question. Woo! That's a follow-up question. You know what I love about a centaur? You know, bend that body right around. I'm going to be sitting on the back of that horse. Now, a lot of people might think this is like a gross question, but here's the thing. Tom Hanks had sex with a mermaid. Is that true? Well, outside of Splash, I don't. Th- it, that was a documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. That's true. And he had sex with a mermaid, and yet he's the all-American mm-hmm. sort of. You know, everyone loves Tom. But she Hanks. didn't have her perfectly fishies. okay. He had sex with a mermaid, and then in another part of his career, he had sex with like an older woman. He was a kid. He had sex with like some uh, an older woman. Mm-hmm. He also dressed up uh, like a woman mm-hmm. and other thing. She How did Benjamin he's? Buttons. But he, and he's had a perfectly good career, so I, I think it's perfectly yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. He was in Benjamin Button. And, yeah, and yeah. Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, and Miss Doubtfire. He was in all those movies. Well, he's in Medea. He never when, he when she was in her fishies, which huh? is what I call it when a woman has a fishtail. She wasn't in her fishies. She had transformed into having human legs. So I think that's fine, Tom. I say bravo. But yeah, if you have sex with a mermaid while she's in her fishies, well then, that's bull sex. Just and that's no bullshit. <laughs> and bull sex is bestiality, Tommy. Put it away when she's in her fishies. How do you get how do you get a PG rating when you're having sex with a mermaid? Is it because it was a uh, mermaid? You live in the 1980s. No, pa, 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 I'm just pa, saying if pa, it had pa. been a if it had been a centaur or a minotaur, mm-hmm. these are such tiny mythological with, creatures. Tiny, a tiny bullhead. Would people have? You know, giving it a PG-13 rating. Well, it depends on how small the minotaur is. Because if he's too small to even get his mouth around the head of your penis, well, then that's a G-rated film. That's family-friendly. It's good to have you. There'll be no sucking in the back of that truck. (laughs) I ran on that slogan in 1997. Yeah, I saw those shirts. Mm -hmm. TJ Miller, where were you? I was just in Oklahoma. Mm. Yeah, I did. I, I played uh, Oklahoma University, OKU. Yeah, yeah. And I say I did okay. <laughs> Help me, Papa. I lost my way. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I mean, the students there are so nice. You know, yeah. I had one of those conversations afterwards with uh, you ever have a conversation with someone who they're too close, so you'll back up a little bit and then they move in because mm-hmm. their personal space is a certain amount and yours is much bigger than that. Much bigger. But they can't really feel like they're talking to you. I almost wanted to say to him, like, hey, I'm going to take a step back now. I think you can remain in your position. We're, I'm going to be able yeah. to hear you, I'll, I'll be, be able, able to, to see you. Fine. Everything will be communicated. I'm just going to give me a step. I think that the farther south you go, the closer the personal space gets after shows. What do you think? Oh, you think We've southern people are getting closer? That the entire south is a huge wingman to try to get you. Right, yeah, We've already right. talked yes. about that. Yeah. But they also like to invade your personal space. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty much uh, which you know, some wingmen stereotype do. entire regions but, of our but country. But which some wingmen do? You know, you ever get that wingman where you're trying to talk to a girl and he's sort of. He's he's trying to help you out, but he's too close to you. You know, he's breathing mm-hmm. on your ears mm-hmm. and your neck and around your cheekbone. Yeah, you know, on the side of your ear that mm-hmm. he's on. Yeah, your armpit. Mm-hmm. Depending on where he's talking to the girl from. Belly button. We sometimes. all have those. We all have those wingmen that talk uh, from from torso level. From your torso level. Yeah, I was a good wingman. I'd actually like, like, trip my friend. Just to make him look sympathetic. Is that true? Yeah. You just knock him right over? Yeah. I will spell a drink uh, Oh, on a girl, and my friend would act like he was beating me up. Is that true? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just that should be a practical living. Did he hit you in the face? Just to defend her honor, that type of thing. I like a girl who's like... I'd, I'd fall on the sword for a friend. I think a wingman is very important. I like I like a girl who uh, you spill a drink on her and then some stranger beats the shit out of you and she's like, yeah, so what are you doing after this? Uh, so that's where you were. I was. I did some auditions. Where were you? I was, I was here in Hollywood. I did some auditions. What did you do? Well, first of all, I, I, um, I ran into a guy at, before my audition at, at uh, Starbucks and... Uh, Asked him how his day was. I hadn't seen him in like three years. Mm. I asked him how his day was. That's what I asked. I said, how is, how's your day been? And I think what he heard me say was, uh, brag about your career for two hours. What? He just started telling me about his script and his webisodes. Uh. 
and his, webisodes uh, are always a, a bragging point. I love yeah, that. Yeah, his uh, his different. You know, I'm in an acting troupe, and I'm in a. It was just this long, long. Uh, Can we just assume everyone has a script? Everyone has just, one. I think you should have to put your script in a bin at the airport. And yeah. people just say, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Well, you know, Everyone well, has a script. I also think, you know, people should have to have their scripts on their phones. So when they go, yeah, I'm writing a script, you go, oh, yeah, let me see how many pages you got. Show me, show me a PDF of it. <laughs> well, what's wrong? Don't you have a copy of it? Let me take a look. See, I, you're being funny, but I, I think people would do that. I mean, people would, and that's why you can't really ask I it. Know. But you know, and then they'd invade your personal space. Oh, they get so close. You know, they're 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 hot breath on your armpits and your belly yeah. button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I th- I mean, yeah, I, I, I like webisodes being a bragging point. Hey, uh, I get some big news, everybody. Please gather around. That's why I invited you all to dinner. Uh, Jerry, you have enough wine? <laughs> Just kidding. You've had too much, and we we all it's uncomfortable. Stop drinking. Four cups during the first course is not okay, Jerry. <laughs> Guys, I invite you here because I have some huge news. I am, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, well, here, Karen, give me your hand. I and, and well, Karen, you know, she, there's behind every great man is a, is an even better woman, and that's Karen. I uh, I got to tell you, I scored a webisode deal. That's right, and I'm <laughs> self-produced. I'm making them myself. Two-minute episodes. They'll be on YouTube, guys. Come on, glasses up, huh? Webis to webisodes and to the web and internet. Jerry, glasses down. It doesn't include you. you. Can pick up your water. Jesus Christ, Karen, why the fuck do you invite him? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's my ex-husband. I have two kids with him. Get the fuck out of my house, Jerry. You piece of shit. I'm from the South. About to invade that personal space with my, my fists and my tits. Oh, sorry. It's a Southern expression. You wouldn't know, Jerry. Out of the house. I'm so glad that you came in and not Katy Perry. What if this was another automated voice? And I was like, well, guess what? Hey, it's me, Katy Perry. Still a little broken up about now, this is where you but- pull the T.J. Miller mask off and actually you're, t- t- you're, you're Katy Perry. I'm John. I'm John Heater. And I'm like, it's, it's not going much better. <laughs> <laughs> so so listen to this. I got in this audition and I. Uh, was just doing one line. It was a commercial audition. Mm-hmm. One line with some other girl. I think my line was like, okay, and her line was like, sure, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we get in the elevator. She's this beautiful uh, uh, woman. Uh, get into the elevator. And Why'd I you pause on turn to her. That was weird. Beautiful woman. I was thinking I might say something funny, and I just decided <laughs> that the story itself is fine. But instead it sounded I, more, like, I know, I know. more like you're like, with this beautiful man. Woman. No, I, I was going to describe her, and I thought that's not even the important part of the story. Here's the important <laughs> part. We're in the elevator, and I just wanted to crack her up because she was beautiful. It's nice to make a beautiful woman laugh, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So I, I, I turned to her, and I go, you know, have you ever played golf? And she's like, yeah, I, I, I've played before. I'm like, you know when you play golf with a really good person, it like raises your game, and it makes you even better? Uh, that's that's how I felt in that audition with you. You really, you really, <laughs> you really know what you're doing in there, and I felt like you, really you took me. That? Yeah, like I, I really feel like you took me to a new level. You, I feel. I'd love to work with you again. That's all I'm saying. And I and she didn't even laugh at all. Oh, it was a joke. You were, I was yeah. totally joking. I thought she knew I was joking. I thought she was going to laugh. But not because she, she was bad. You're very, joking because it, for an audition, just you such were such a so tiny, right. stupid little audition with one line. It was each. a miniature of an it was audition. Me, it was a it was the a smallest of miniature based. Yeah, it was a miniature audition. It wouldn't even been bestiality if you know. It was too small of a miniature. It was too small. You know. It, it was so she didn't get it all. She didn't get was it, she and she turned to no. She turned to me, and she was like really emotional. She's like, "That means so much to me. Thank you so much." Oh my god! She's like, she's, do. She, she goes, she goes. I, I, I really work hard at my craft, and sometimes it's just nice to be acknowledged like this. Thank you so much. And then I had to just play it off and act uh, like I had been sincere. I'm oh like, "Well, god. I meant every word. You're, you're wonderful, like, and I think you're going to really be going places." Um, That's what I said. Because what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, the joke's just over. Say, the joke's all, over. You say all my golf metaphors are sincere. <laughs> as you leave, as you leave the elevator, you turn and go, "Hey, by the way." All my golf metaphors. <laughs> I should have said, let's sincere. let's play golf. Yeah, you, you let's play golf you together. Take let's see what you go. can do out on the no, course. I'm not, I'm not talking let's about, take it out to the course. Are you talking about you work hard on the craft? That's what I should have done. Forp. Are you talking about that you uh, you work hard on your craft of golf? Because that's what I'm talking about. I feel like we'd be good golf partners. Yeah, you, you play feel golf? like you got a good uh, 
Good bit of torque there. Good bit of torque. That's what you say with people. That's one you know. of your main golf compliments, Cash. I like your Great torque. torque. A lot of a lot of good torque capabilities. I, I always say, uh, uh, "Hey, your torque's pretty good, but uh, something's wrong with your exhaust." P.U. You've been <laughs> farting all over the fucking course, Jerry. I only play with you because you're my my fucking wife's ex husband. <laughs> you know what I like to drink out on the course? <laughs> what? A little bit of airplane juice. A little bit of airplane. Put it in a bottle and just drink it. A little airplane uh, juice. That's some of the best. Stuff. A little residue from the airplane. Just eat on the oily grease that's left behind. <laughs> So that was uh, where we were. I got to say, it kind of reflects the actors that we meet here in Los Angeles. It, it, they take themselves pretty seriously. Oh, I think all actors take themselves seriously. That's why I don't call myself an actor. Because I think everything I do is so ridiculous. That's why sometimes, I know this might surprise you, but sometimes I have trouble getting people on the show. Because they take themselves, oh, a podcast. Yeah, I don't want to do yeah. a podcast. They like feel like they're above it. So it's so nice when you're well, I am not up. above this. Yeah. yeah, it seems like you've been able to come I in. I never will times. be. Time now, and you know what, Matt? We're gonna get a we're gonna get music for each segment because it's yeah. hard for me to sing every That'd be so uh, great, yeah. it, it, sing every segment. It hurts my voice. Essential questions of human nature. <laughs> it's a very long song. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're trying to get a real it's composer. Almost an EP is that an yeah. EP? Essential questions of human nature. T.J. Miller. Uh-huh. These are uh, ones. My wife is totally against me having other wives. Is that possessive? <laughs> I, mean, I think it's not fair to you that she doesn't want you to marry other women. But at the same time, when you went into you know, a monogamous relationship, you're sort of agreeing to that. Well, it's just like, and we'll go to parties, and she'll be like, oh, this is my husband, Cash, or this is Cash, my husband. She was introducing me that way. Uh-huh. She's totally cock-blocking me <laughs> at the parties we go to. I mean, I think... You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta try and get her to be a better wingman. You know, mm-hmm. you should have married someone from the south. Well, that yeah, but this is the essential question, really. Those were just. Uh, I I think to the, me the, the real essential question is: Do women need sex as much as men? And 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 because some of them claim that they do. No, I, think I don't we think need to address no that, no, no, and I that's ludicrous. By humans, you know, because we're we're different human animals. And men are just engineered to, to want to need more sex. And women are all, you know, always, I, 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 I've, uh, I've started out in relationships where the girl goes, oh, you know, my sex drive is through the roof. You're not yeah, going to be able to keep up. And then no. fucking, you know, six no. weeks in, they're like, oh, really? Again? A second time in the week? No yeah. thanks, Buster Brown. I'm tired. <laughs> Here's what I say to like, people Why do you keep that calling say, me Buster Brown? Yeah, why it's do so you do weird. that? Why would you Remember keep... my name was Fiddle uh, Twiddle Sticks? What it's was fiddle, it? Uh, it's, well, Buttle Sticks is the surname. Buttle Sticks, right? I'm sorry. Pemberton Buttle Sticks. Yeah, yeah. Pemberton Buttle Sticks. Stop calling me Buster Brown. Here's the thing. Uh, here's what I say when, when I come across someone that says that. Men are very ambitious. A lot of men are. And you have people that have risk their entire careers for a little bit of action. These are the most ambitious people in the world. You have, you know, John Edwards or Bill Clinton. They're risking everything, mm-hmm. their entire identity, their entire career just for a little bit of action. There's no, there's not many sex scandals with women because they don't need it as much, you know? I mean, Stephen Hawking, yeah, the smartest man in the world, couldn't keep his penis in his pants. Well... I mean, it was just hanging out, and he can't move his hands or arms. <laughs> Seriously, though, doesn't that say it all? I mean, it doesn't is. Say, I mean, we risk everything for it. It is. There is something to be said, and girls hate to think like this because men are held to the standard of like, oh, what an awful man. Just going. But it's really, yeah, these people are making terrible decisions, and they're not like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. Yeah, this going to be great. Sometimes I think that, you know, they get in that moment, and they're like, I got, you know, I got to do, especially if you're married to Hillary Clinton. I just, I can't imagine. It's sort of, it's hard. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with that. It has to do with our sex drive. No, it had to do. It had to have, had a little bit to do with it. If women, because here's what I think: that's if your I wife, if fair. your wife is giving you sex all the time, every day she's up for it. She's into it. She wants to do it every, every single, single day. day. Mm-hmm. You're never going to cheat. Why would you cheat? There's no reason to. You get along well with your wife. Okay. So how often does she have to? Uh, how how I, we may have discussed this, but yeah, how you many, love this time. I just love it. How long does she have to go to not uh, deliver before we said a year? One year? Didn't we say that? Yeah, you we said might have months. said that. I think you said six months, but I, I think it's a year. I think if your if you're, if you're significant other won't have sex with you for a year, you have to have a conversation where you're like, well, I got to. 
It's only fair. I still need to drink milk. I gotta go find another cow. <laughs> a healthy boy has a healthy bone. What about how much? Um, we talked about waxing and waning. Yeah. Uh, last week or the week before, how people are waxing and waning at all times. Mm-hmm. If you have some waxing, you know, mm-hmm. how much waxing could happen before it seems justifiable to go? Uh, what responsibility do you have to your sp- to your spouse to wax? I'm talking about waxing, like gaining weight. Oh, I'm talking I see about the saying. moon, Wax- my friend. Yeah, okay, I see. Waxing and waning. How much? Because I, I think, think you should. I think instead of for better or for worse, it should be for bigger or for smaller. Yeah. Well, that would be yeah, because it, it, everybody knows it's going to get better and worse. You have some obligation to stay in shape a tiny bit. No, I think you do. I think you can't. Just you can't a tiny gain bit. more than if you're gaining more than forty or fifty pounds. And you're not clinically depressed. It's it's okay to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's more of a percentage thing. What do you think? Because some people are only forty or fifty pounds. So you're <laughs> like a, a really in are shape you dating toddlers. Well, no, a really in shape minotaur. Yeah, a minotaur. A minotaur. They stay pretty. They pretty. And they run a lot. Some weigh ten. 10, grams. 15 pounds. Yeah, they're, they're tiny. They're tiny some creatures. Some of the tiniest minotaur. I mean, a, a sea monkey. A sea monkey doesn't. I mean. A sea monkey puts on 40 pounds. That's a lot. Sea monkey a, puts on 40 pounds. A it's a real thing. monkey. It is. It's it a becomes real, a real monkey. It's a real monkey. It's no longer in and of the ocean. <laughs> so I think you have some obligation. Now, if you're in a relationship and a, and a woman puts her hand, for some reason, you're at a party. She's invading your personal space. Maybe you're in mm, OK, Southern, sure. OKC. Okie dokes. And then she puts her hand on your package. What would you do? Uh, I mean, I'd tell her. Take her damn hands off this hot rod, lest she intends to drive it. <laughs> that was what you'd say yeah, with that voice, too. Yeah. You'd go to sort of a John Wayne type. Why are you with this one? <laughs> you better keep your damn hands off my hot I think, rod. I think you have an obligation to push that hand. <laughs> I think you have an obligation to push that hand away. You do. Uh, it, five, right. five to seven seconds after that hand is placed there. And I think it's okay to push in and then release. Uh. Push in, <laughs> twist, and then release. Oh, you because it's not it. your fault, it's there. Here's my essential question. Yeah. Is it okay to take her hand and p- pull it off and then put it on somebody else's dick? Mm, interesting. For instance... We're at a party. We're standing next to each other way too close, as we always do, since we grew up in uh, Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. should have said somewhere in South Carolina. And you're fixed. If somebody grabs... And you're fixing... Somebody grabs my hipsy. Yeah, hipsy. Which is called, what I call my whoop a Yep, your tipsy-whipsy. And, and I pull it off. That's pull that, that's when I pull that honker dick. off. I call my tipsy-whipsy. It's a whiskey dick. dick or pull, a whiskey vagina. Pull, if I pull it off and I put it on you, then you're not doing anything wrong. Mm, interesting. And that's what a good wingman would do. But then you're going to push into it, and that, I think that's weird. Push in and then release. Push in and release. Twist you're, and release. I think it's, sort of, you're I, still getting rid of it. Well, and here's Discard. A, push in and discard. Here's another trick. If you're naked and a woman grabs your penis, fully grabs it with her whole hand, your whole entire penis, just you know, go as far forward as you can. Push her hand as far forward. She still has your penis gripped in it. Then pull back. <laughs> Immediately pull your hips back as far as you can. You'll whip her right back into you. I'll get rid of her for good. (laughs) Use your penis as a bungee cord. Ah, yes. The penis is a bungee cord technique. (laughs) That was going to be in the practical living in a modern age. Yeah, you can do it. That was uh, essential questions of human nature. Uh, I hope I answered a couple of Yeah, I think you did really well. I think you did really well. Thanks for having me. TJ Miller, we're going to break out a new segment. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really a segment that I've never done before. to shake it up right in the middle of this uh, show here today. Whoa. We're going to shake it up. I wasn't told about this, but I guess I was the mystery. Shake it, twist and shake. We're going to push in <laughs> and then release. Shake it. That's a new catchphrase, push in and then release. <laughs> like you just start calling them every episode. Just try to coin phrases. Oh, yeah. I, That's I a custom be... fit, taste it. But I thought the catchphrase yeah. was going to be uh, the other thing that you said, not pulling and releasing. All those other but, things? Like yeah. medium johns? Now, what you just said in your high voice. What did you just say? You don't even remember. Okay. The party dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if sorry. The party stays here. This so is a is new, new segment. One? It's called Tweedalize. Shake it up. This is now a working title. It's called Tweedalize. 
Okay, tweet Okay, because we're both on Twitter now. I know we both just joined. Yeah, well, you just uh, joined. It's a, it's a neat new club, and you I have a lot of new uh, children. I call them my children. Tweet. I'm the father of a bunch of people. I've been tweeting since 2009. Been, uh, have you really? Yeah. Well, you had that newfangled uh, smartphone, mm-hmm. you know. Back in the day. Uh, no rotary. You started back with the rotary yeah, You're dial. still using a rotary cell phone. I'm using a rotary cell phone. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. It's uh, it's right up there next to my Commodore laptop. <laughs> Got a Commodore 64 laptop. This is called Tweetalize. This is where we analyze uh, one of our tweets. And, you know, tweeting so great. I'm getting addicted to it. Buddy. Are you into it? I am, I I'm it. so into it. I love it. It's so fun. I actually lost my phone, and I just was I was at a, a hotel. I just went in the elevator, and I didn't know what to do. I just started whispering strange things to people. <laughs> in 140 uh, characters? And I was like, hey, I just had a sandwich. Can you, can you tell everybody in the, in the, in the elevator? <laughs> Please. Can you custom fit? <laughs> can you tell that to people? Hashtag, tell me, hashtag custom fit. Oh, let me just... <laughs> That's me blowing. <laughs> That's what I, I'm putting on a blindfold. Hey, the ghost is watching you masturbate. Who is scaring who? <laughs> That's what I did for it in an elevator. It got weird. Uh, people actually pushed weird, the emergency button. I told you button. that you'd like it. They, they, I, I, did, I do enjoy it. It's less, you know what? It's less personal than that. Facebook because it's like Facebook, you get too much family stuff going on. And also two comedians just telling you where they're going to be all the time. I just like mm. I, I like the Twitter people. So we're going to look at your uh, one of your tweets. Well, you're going to tweetalize my tweet. I'm going to tweetalize one of your. Are tweets. you tweetalizing your tweet? I'm going to tweetalize you first. Uh. Okay, we're going to tweetalize you. I'm going to I'm going to do three successive tweets of yours, and you're going to not talk if you can, and then I'm going to. I cannot. And then we're going to analyze why you wrote these tweets. T.J. Miller. At not T.J. Miller. Sometimes life will make you feel futile, and people will make you feel useless. Don't listen to them. Listen to this. Throw soup on them. Okay? About a minute later. People will try and put you down, make you feel small so they can create the illusion of being big, being important. Throw soup on them. (laughs) Number three. People will try and thwart your success and progress in this life for a variety of reasons, not of your control. Throw soup on them. <laughs> and here's the thing, TJ. I'm seeing a pattern here. Has it occurred to you uh, that the times you're being belittled, you're always eating soup? <laughs> I mean, were you? Do you carry? Were you? Do you go to soup plantation a lot? Just carry it around because it seems like there's a common theme here. Has it occurred to you, Cash, <laughs> that I am always carrying soup? <laughs> Even with a thermos? What's, yeah, I've never about noticed that, that, that about you? you. I always have a uh, sandwich bag Ziploc okay. full of soup on me at all times. It's my <laughs> weapon. And if somebody is rude to me or gets down to me or when I try and do right, they they still see wrong, I throw soup on them. <laughs> you know, when I have the best intentions and people have the worst inferences, I throw soup on them. <laughs> so it's very Cash- poetic. Yeah. When people look down their nose at me just to see a man that they've made to feel small, I throw soup on them. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're – can you save the? Yeah, I think you should save these and tweet these. Cash, when time's running out <laughs> because everybody's taking your time but never giving you any of theirs, I throw soup on them. <laughs> Okay, the party dies. Guys, we keep talking about soup. Yeah, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary throws soup. <laughs> that was the original. That's the religious, yeah, that's original. Matt, you're, I love it because you you rarely jump in, but when you do, you've got something. It's you've always got gold. something. You've got a little bit of gold. We call it, in we your call, pocket. We call, uh, and I call it funny. That's we, what I call it. We call Matt the old gold prospector because he's always <laughs> sifting for gold. Yeah, you look over, sometimes whiskey. he's got a pan and he's sifting around. He's wearing another man's mustache and he's got two potato sacks he fashioned into pants. And then he jumps onto the microphone and says, not your average bear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. I love it. I love it. I'm having so much fun with you, T.J. Miller. Let's move on to the tiny opinions. Oh, teeny tinies. Um, we were talking about cheating, so we'll stay on that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I, I we don't cheat on on people. We're, no. we're we're pretty pretty honest people. It's it's really you don't cheat on people because you end up just 
feeling bad. I, it's no fun having secrets with people. Yeah, and I. Uh, yeah. But if your friends cheat, do you have an obligation to lie for them? That's a. I think that's a. And I, I think you do. That is such. That is one of the trickiest. I mean, they're trying to make a do. movie out of I it. I think you have an obligation to your friends over. I mean, it goes family and then friends, and you have to get their back regardless. Whatever choice they make, you gotta. You gotta lie for them if you have to. Well, it sort of depends. I mean, are you? It's always a problem if you're friends with both of the people. Like, if you're friends with them first, you have an obligation you to really lie your ass off. You really before hose, so to speak. I think that that makes. I think that demeans what I'm saying. No, no, no. But I, I, that's why I said so to speak. That's what I said. That's why I said so to speak. In you fact, your obligation that, to your male friends. Way, if it said that way, I think uh, if you make a phrase out of it that callous, that it, it makes me look like a <laughs> jerk. But I, you're almost making me look like a bad, mean man no, no, on no. this show. It's not bros before hoes. It's friendship. But male friendships come before your female friendships. You think you should have your male friends? Okay, back. so you're you're asking if you're friends with a girl first, and you find out that her dude is cheating on her, who's also a friend of yours. That's Bro, really, yeah, really bros before, before hoes. Yeah, I hate to say it. I, I just don't think you can ever narc on people. I'll even say that too. It's a bad say, thing to be a... You know what it is, my friend? It's called whistleblowing. Yeah, it's bad to be a snitch. Yeah. You know, I, I feel it's in more about, about gardening equipment. For me, it is bros before hoes in that case also. But I, I got to say, I think that you don't have to... I, I think your your real obligation is to confront that person about them cheating. More than go and tell on them. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. you got to confront them and you got to sure. say why? Why are you doing this? And I've had that conversation with some guy friends mm-hmm. and said, you know, if you don't want to be in this relationship, I don't think you should be in it. But I don't have a lot of friends that sort of consistently cheat, and uh, you know, you, it's your obligation to say, you know, you should. I had to cover. Yeah, I had to cover for a friend, and that's why uh, my wife thinks I slept with uh, Kelly Clarkson. Is that true? Yeah. And oh, uh, did you? No, I didn't, but uh, I got to act like I did. You know, it's kind of fun, to be honest with you. Know, you. She's I, uh, been singing about you, the experience with you since you've been gone. My friend fooled around with Kelly Clarkson and was telling, and somehow his wife was around or something, and my wife was there. So we acted like it was me that did it because somehow it got convoluted. And it's uh, like a complicated it story. It is complicated. And it sounds like you cheated on your wife with Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I didn't. But I just said before. And so my wife thought for a long time. I, so she thought I slept with Kelly Clarkson. And then I have to admit, I kind of enjoyed it. I uh, Every time Kelly Clarkson was on, I'd be like, oh, yeah, the memories come <laughs> flooding back. You know, it was just kind of a fun, fun little thing. I and then she'd be like, your girlfriend's on. <laughs> she'd be like, your girlfriend's on TV. Because she really believed that I fooled around with Kelly Clarkson. I rather like the lie now. Um, now you kind of play into it. Yeah, kind of play into it a well, little bit. You certainly bit. are if you're saying out loud when she comes on TV, oh, oh, the memories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to say that out loud in front of your wife is... Yeah. Well, it's bros before us. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what it was? I think I was telling the story, realized that the guy was right there. And then just we acted like it was me, you know, what? whatever it was. It was uh, I, I like it when your friends cover for you. you. Can You can tell what kind of a friendship you have when people have your back. Uh, when I was a, a kid, I uh, I got this great like uh, hooded sweatshirt with one of these. Uh, uh, what are these things where you put your hands in his pouch? It was so awesome to have a pouch. I've always wanted to have a pouch. I think being a marsupial would be. I know you love that. So <laughs> awesome. I just think I don't know why people get other things but done to their bodies. The fluid in it. We've talked about. No, I forget this. about the fluid. You could keep uh, things in there. You could keep like you know real juice, or you could keep airplane uh, juice, juice yeah. in there. Whatever you any need kind to keep of juice. Any kind of juice to mix. With you know what? You you put some soup in there just yeah, in I case. I put a put bag of soup. soup. Bag of soup in your pouch. I'd love to have a pouch. <laughs> bag of so soup. So my first in your pouch. pouch uh, it was my birthday. I was probably like twelve. My first pouch it was this beautiful sweatshirt. I was playing football and someone ripped the pouch off. So I went crazy uh, at uh, in the classroom. Everyone went off to this computer lab or something, and I just I just went and I I turned over. I went ballistic uh, after everyone left. I turned over every desk in the uh, classroom. You know, it was one of those desks where they have stuff inside them yeah. and shit was flying out. And I just like, fuck it. Oh, shit. I just like, that fucking thing's ruined. I started just went crazy. I, I ripped up, I ripped open the teacher's desk. I started throwing shit all over. I just turned into an absolute animal. Just a, a monster. I was a monster. You were a monster okay? in that moment. I soup everywhere. You did? 
No, just to, just to make this part. I thought there was someone else. And my friend um, stayed back, and he came back from the computer lab. He's like, where, where, where were you? I'm like, and I was freaking. I was just sitting in a pool of just tons of stuff. Yeah. I turned over lots of desks, and he was like, I'll handle this. Just, 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 just take off. And he put everything back together by the time the class got back. Really? Yeah. That's a friend. That is a real and friend. I, I love that guy. I mean, I, I I had a friend. I forgot his name, but I really love that guy. <laughs> no, no, he was a great guy. Still, I still keep what in touch with name? him. He was a great guy. What's his name? I'm not going to reveal his name. Ooh. It's too personal. His name was Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your girlfriend's putting this room back together for you right now. You know, my only friends. I only had a friend who I left the classroom untouched, and he destroyed it before the teacher came back <laughs> and blamed it on you. He said it. That was TJ. Uh, <laughs> they used to call me TJ back then. <laughs> the bottom line is, I think uh, uh, that's how you know your friends is how is how uh, loyal they are in adverse situations. My friend and, said to the teacher, "TJ went crazy." <laughs> I'm serious. Who was he? That's a weird story. Um, uh, <laughs> let me just say his initials were KC. Since you've been gone, <laughs> all the first time. Why is it a Southern man that's singing Kelly Clarkson in that? And that riff. <laughs> Moving along to practical living in the human age. In the human age. No, wait. Modern age? Modern age. Sorry. I was, I was Matt combining literally just That's went, why we need a song. A section from your and he just Matt show? leaned in. You're dumber than the average bear. <laughs> I, that's why we need a song. It's hard to keep track of all this stuff. Um, I think it's great to uh, know one line of Shakespeare you can quote any time. What's yours? Do you have one? That's a practical living in the modern age. Mine is once more unto the breach, dear friends. Once more. I like that. I can use it in any situation. And don't be afraid to go falsetto if you need to. Do it. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Once more. You know, it doesn't matter. Your falsetto has always like had a hard night the night before. (laughs) Guys, listen up. (laughs) I had a pretty crazy night last night. I went to a journey concert. But you should Snack always have time. some. You should always have I'm some. Just coming up with catchphrases. <laughs> snack time last night, everyone. What? I didn't, it was snack time. I didn't have a snack time phrase. I went to, every time I go to a concert and they want an encore. Say, it's snack time. Deshay, <laughs> deshay, snack time. Snack on that. I say to people, I can't do that voice at all. That's it. Yeah, you're you're gonna work on it. You do a great Katy Perry though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, she's gonna sue us. She's uh, gonna sue any, us because you did that impression. I don't know her. any Shakespeare, but I, I like. It's really easy to make it up. You know, dost thou enter in darkness or in light? That's not a real one. That's not a real one. But you could totally make that up. And then somebody says, "What's that from?" And you just say, "Winter's Tale." Because who the fuck read that? You hear that, Bill? <laughs> just trash that ass, dead in the ground. <laughs> England's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Fell asleep during Midsummer's Night Dream. Had a dream, but he never wrote that crap. <laughs> you don't have any Shakespeare you quote? It's you know, I don't, important. Jokes, I, don't, I, don't I, I quote Voltaire a lot more. Are you familiar with Voltaire, the writer and the philosopher? Very, yes. Yeah, actually, he was supposed to do the show. Was he? Yeah. He's dead. Luckily. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah. it's your show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I quote Voltaire a lot. Uh, the quote I think that I do most is, Tisn't a man alive who knows any of the things I said by heart. Tis easy to beguile those who only know my name. Voltaire. I don't... I call bullshit. I call bull sex! That's bestiality to me! (laughs) There are minotaurs out there. I'm so sick of me. That is my go-to character now. I just become this like sassy, brassy <laughs> I know. guy. It's I know. so weird. That's what we love about it. It's a you. sassy, brassy southern I, You man. know what? Matt and I were talking before uh, one of the episodes once that you were going to be uh, on. Mm. Not this one because you were a mystery guest. But yeah, uh, it was another episode and you were about to come in. And I said, you know, I wish TJ would just do that character and he'd just leave the real TJ behind. Well, that character the is... The sassy character? The sassy If that could one? just be you eventually, do you think you'll eventually just be that person? Mister, it's like cinnamon. A little bit goes a long way, but once you have more than a tablespoon, you're going to cough. Here's, here's an impression of future podcasts. We got T.J. Miller here. Hi, y'all. That's what it is. <laughs> once more into the breach, dear friends. Once more. As Voltaire always says, three snaps and a butt slap. Ouch. Time now for the masters. 
All right, we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do the maskers. We're gonna wrap it up with the maskers That's now. The worst podcast TJ. ever. Falsetto. She's <laughs> a falsetto girl. guy and a party girl. <laughs> Why am I a party girl? Well, <laughs> she's a southern party girl. That's how I see it. It's Debrucka Shaw. It's okay. a it's a it's a straight white guy that talks like a black woman who talks like a gay guy. Okay, talks or talks like a gay guy who talks like a. Black it's a woman. great character. I love it. Okay, sorry, maskers. We're gonna do maskers. Um, now here's the thing, TJ, and I don't know. You remember the show? I know you've done it. This guy Bobby Lorello wrote a wrote a note, okay. and uh, I think you might be interested in what it. What is his name? Bobby this, Bobby Lorello okay. uh, on Facebook. He said, first of all, I, I still don't get the title of this section. Do you put on a thinking mask? Oh I mean, wouldn't God. cappers then be a more appropriate title? Oh I really wish you would address this issue. So I thought okay. maybe I'd ask you because I feel God. like. And so I thought maybe you might be Are able to clarify. You out of your fucking mind? What is his name? What is it? Uh, his name is uh, Bobby Lorello. Well, Bobby Lorello, let me tell you something from the tip top coming down. <laughs> we're gonna be real. We're gonna be real honest with you, Borillo. I'm taking a Barillo pad and I'm gonna scratch that face off. Because <laughs> you got no ears. Might as well not have a face. I mean, how many times have I said? And I'm not, I'm not I don't gonna, feel like I've you've been, been clear. Can you? My therapist and I have been working a lot on my anger issues specifically because I only have them in this specific instance. It's called Maskers. It's Ask the Masters. That's what it's called. It's made up of components of those two words. Sorry we did it in the wrong way. There are no masks. Go ahead, Cash. So there, there we have Piece it. Of uh, shit, Bob- motherfucking <laughs> son of a bitch! I'm Bobby Barello. <laughs> Barella pasta, the worst, the cheapest kind of pasta. That's your family. You fucking fuck you. God damn it. So that's uh, Bobby. I think you got an answer there, and I'm glad you were able. That's something that uh, we needed addressed. I feel like TJ doesn't really give that enough time. My fist is custom fit for that face. The shit. <laughs> Uh, don't don't misuse those uh, cash phrases, T.J. Miller. <laughs> and please spell that correctly. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, this is always a great time to give people a few shout-outs. Uh, uh, one of my best friends, Steve Maison, great comedian, great died to do Letterman. He's, uh, he's given us some great ideas for the show. Of course, we'd love to give a shout-out to Jonas Polsky. He's doing great. He's always, always funny. Thanks for listening. Yeah. But uh, let's move on with a masker. Uh, this is by... Uh, at Steve Selleck, S-E-L-L-I-C-K. What would be the pros and cons of constantly speaking in a high pay, uh, high-pitched whisper? I mean, I think you would... Is that be- a nod to me? <laughs> okay, well, when you talk like this, you get great guests like T.J. Miller, but sometimes you fell on by dogs. <laughs> you just constantly have terriers around you. Is that why that is? I don't know. I don't You're know. I think he was trying it. to poke fun at no, me. No, I think he is. I, is it, was that about clearly, me? Oh, yeah. That hurts my spirit. Well, why would it hurt your spirit and not your feelings? It hurt my feelings. Well, sometimes it hurt, hurt my both. spirit more than my feelings. Wow, that's I weird. don't even have feelings anymore. You but know nothing, what? Bros before hoes. <laughs> nothing, can break your, nothing can break your spirit. It can just hurt your spirit. Once more into the breach, dear friends. <laughs> Once more. We're going to have a callback show where that's all we do. Just call I, back other shows yeah, and not that. have any. I love that. Yeah. Not have any meaning. Um, I think that I think the benefit is that you always have a go-to funny voice because I always find that. Yeah, voice funny. everybody needs a go-to funny voice. Yeah. 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 The, uh, this next one is by Custom Fit. Ooh, Seriously. Yeah. And that that was I was very flattered, and I love the Twitter people. It's so nice to to yeah, make all new you friends. on Twitter are the best. And sorry we, we can't get to all us. of your uh, maskers, but we are working on it. Custom Fit. Uh, this is at Fly. C-H-T-U-Y-C-H. Okay. How would you handle your cat if it attacks your mailman? Now, he, he specifies, cat waits in yard till he comes, and then he strikes. There's an exclamation point. He strikes. Um, and that was and the I'm glad he clarified. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Because I thought that he was, you, this cat was actually going to the mailman's house, well, which would yeah. be. Or I thought the cat was around back in the garage working on something, and then when the mailman comes, then he would come out and strike. Not in the yard. Yeah, no. So, uh, you know, I, mean, I think you I think you might want to take a look at your cat, take it into the vet and see if it's a dog. Or, it might be a dog. Well, I think it depends too if it's like a jungle cat, that would be much more If your if your cat's attacking the mailman, it might be a dog. <laughs> that's Dr. Phil? No, that's Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, okay. <laughs> As Dr. Phil. 
Yeah, now I, I think it's a good question. I think you want to be careful about your cat if he's attacking people. Or you could video it and put it online. You win a lot of money on America's Funniest Home Videos like that. Mm, yeah. Andrew Rios, he asks a question. Okay. At Dead Revolve 3R. How do you propose to a beautiful girl with big tits without staring at her amazing tits? How do you propose? You notice my voice started to change. Because it became tit. clear that said. this person is someone that might invade your personal <laughs> space. And I love you. I love you, Dead Revolve 3R. How do you propose to a woman, to a beautiful girl with big tits without staring at her amazing tits? Well, here's what I do. Uh, before you propose to her, bind her breasts to make her look more like a man. Call her Rick and put glitter all over her eyeshadow. <laughs> Draw your eyes right in. I do it every time. See, I, I think you just you propose from behind. <laughs> you know, uh, darling, I have something I want to ask you. Uh, if you look in your champagne glass, yes, yes, that's right. Please turn around. I'm about to get down on my knees. <laughs> what the hell? She'd be like, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> I'm going to kiss your butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being my favorite one. I love it. I love it. We're going to do one more. One more. And shoot, this one I don't have written down who asked the question. Okay, said, they'll know. They'll, I, know. they'll know. And I'm so sorry not to give you the props you deserve. When is the worst time to contract rabies? And I think a lot of people ask this question because <laughs> uh, it really is timing. I mean, there's times when... You know, like if you get rabies, actually, that'd be a great way to get out of that first date. Rabies? Yeah. What do you think? Night frights or rabies? I think I think night frights are the way to make her feel at ease, like you're telling the truth. And then you do the rabies thing. But I always, I carry a little bit of, uh, you know, that uh, Mylanta? You know Mylanta? I carry yeah. a little bit of that. And if I'm in a bad social situation, when they turn around, I'll put it on the corners of my mouth. <laughs> and then they turn back, I go, <laughs> My name's Katy Perry. You know, a friend of mine had sex with Kelly Clarkson. I think that's going to do it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're such a great guy. I'm being honest. You're my favorite guest. Thank you. You don't have to say that. At Cash Levy. Cash Levy. Cash Levy. At Cash Levy. At at not TJ Myler. Sorry, at not TJ Miller. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, at uh, we have a Twitter account for the show, as you probably know. Please tell your friends. If you don't like the show, stop listening. Why did you listen all the way to the end of this episode? If you don't like the show, don't listen to it. It's not for you. But if you like the show, we like you. Yes, we do. And we're going to have some after parties. We'll let you know soon enough. There's Chipotle's all over this great and We're going to bring all the soup you're ever going to need. Yeah, especially if somebody... Yeah, can I, do you mind if I... Somebody looks you in your eye. At the treats you like less of a man at the after party at the after party at Chipotle throw carnitas on them <laughs> thank you boom now leaving nerdist.com 